When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, we are in Chicago to chat with Miguel Leal. Miguel is a successful businessman known for bringing top quality Hispanic style cheeses to the U.S. In 2020, he even won the World Championship Cheese Contest with his Cotija cheese. Miguel is here to share his inspiring story and talk about his latest book, The House That She's Built. So, Miguel, welcome to the RV. Thank you very much to invite me. <laughs> so, given your title as the godfather of Mexican cheese in the United States, it's safe to say you are an expert in the field, correct? It's correct. I can say that I, I started in, in Mexico and it was exchange of technology. We supposed to, I supposed to teach people how to make uh, Mexican cheese mm -hmm. and I supposed to learn American cheese. And that's how it, how it started the whole thing on it. And pretty soon I decided to stay and, and life was telling me how to go in that moment because I didn't have any support, any family, any nothing on it. I just had the desire to start taking and go for it. Mm -hmm. and most of it. Your story is truly one of remarkable resilience, Miguel. Do you mind sharing with us some insights into your childhood in Mexico? No, I, 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 Mexico is the, the, the whole country, but I born in Irapuato, Guanajuato. Okay. That is, Irapuato is the city and Guanajuato is the state. And I was a, living in a comfortable life, the medium class, medium low class. And I have, I, I was finished school, but I wasn't a very good student because I have problems and with learning experience you know i read i have read the words differently they have to read everything to me and kind of like everything stays that way and this is how i pass the school i mean having fun and jumping and make stories and things like that that way i didn't feel so bad but i wasn't a good student and that one pushed me to start moving and see everything life in a different way you know, and I got to take, I didn't went to school, but I have a very good teaching 
Mm -hmm. Deepak is the University of Life. Yes. I didn't go to school, but I graduated for University of Life. That one is there. See, you see it, and you have patience to tell you where to go and really to focus. Life teaches you in a different way that you, you have to, or you learn it or you learn. Absolutely. There are so many successful people and not only, I'm not talking only about career, but also success in life. And Miguel, what led you to the U.S.? The exchange of technologies and, and it really to be in next to Mexico, next to United States. I mean, that gave me a good opportunity to jump in and knowing that Wisconsin is the world cheese production. I mean, they run, this is the largest production of cheese in the world is Wisconsin. And is why I came to Wisconsin to start learning and start teaching them. That was a change of technology for me and them. Mm -hmm. And that was a wonderful experience for me. Is why I took the opportunity and to start take, paying attention because I didn't have any support. And when you're an immigrant, you kind of like uh, be a little bit more aggressive in what you wish for, you know? And I, you don't have time to quit because I don't have any family to support on it. And you have to be really conscious and the mistakes that you make, that way you learn from it without nobody telling you. That is experience for me that really teach me and open my mind to resolve any kind of problem really, to pay attention why life was telling me to go in that time. I can imagine moving to a new country can be a real challenge, especially for a young person. How old were you when you moved to the U.S.? I was turning 20. Oh. And I was, the story with experiences uh, in Mexico, I didn't, I didn't work before. I was just party kid, you know, they didn't have, zero zero responsibility in that time i never pay attention i like to party i like to go out with my friends and all that i mean i have a lot of creativity is what i can say in that time when i was a young kid and it still does my creativity support me too you started from the scratch when you arrived in wisconsin well i didn't have any any money I bought everything and I sent it to my girlfriend in that time. And I really ran out of money. And the people that I was exchanging the technology, it's kind of like uh, they leave me there and they turn around and they forgot. And they thought that I have money, a lot of money. No, I didn't. And man, that was a hard time for me to start working. I used to say goodbye, everybody. I could not speak English. And the, the worst part is I didn't know how to work. I mean, it was so difficult that it put me, I was so tired that I had to sleep in the bathroom floors. I mean, I didn't have a place to stay. I didn't have a no, no time to make a mistake. And it's why it was a learning experience. It's how the light teaches you, you know? Even see my dad or my mom tell, tell me, you have to go to work or you have to do this. You sometimes don't listen, but this time you don't work, you don't eat. Simple as that, and nobody to to help you out. I mean, you have to stand up for your own. 
And Mikael, what were some of the toughest obstacles you faced during those early days and months that you arrived without knowing anyone? I think so. I was in the worst depression in my life. And that one took me time to heal up because I really have many times and many opportunities to quit. But life tell me in that time, I didn't have money to return, no even money for buy a ticket, no even for nothing. I just got enough money to eat and that's it. I couldn't save anything. I was getting paid $3.75 an hour and I didn't have any money. That's why I have to stay and keep going and survive and make it and catch it. And don't get stupid, don't get drunk, don't get nothing like that. And did you manage to stay in contact with your mom and siblings? Not really, because I did have a bad experience with my dad. My dad really wasn't an example, you know, teaching me in a hard way. And is why he didn't call me. My dad died in the earthquake in Mexico City by the time I was already in the United States when I He died when I was 19, and I started getting 20 when I came to the United States. I mean, and I didn't have any support. And my mom, no food, no nothing. She needs to live. She don't have to worry too much, and you and your own kid. That's it. I love you, but you and your own. Nothing I can do. I don't blame her, no nothing, but mm. you and your own and be happy <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> and your journey from sleeping on a cardboard bed to owning a multi-million dollar cheese business is truly remarkable. Miguel, congratulations. Thank you very much. I see that throughout your life, you've demonstrated resilience and adaptability and it's not easy to get adapted in a situation like this nope is why i say one of the things you have to pass and and you have to control your feelings and you have to pass your depressions on it a lot of people get away in, in an easy way and they go and drink or they go into alcohol and they start getting in drugs And they start getting distracted by the things that, that are really important. Your goals that you want to achieve on it. Your ideas that you have to put in your head. And you don't have to get confused. You have to get organized. Most of it. Although you get out of the, your depression and you have your answer, answers in life. How, to, how you want to do stuff. You need to be serious in your person. In your personality. Really, and start make commitments to yourself and achieve your goals, control your ideas, and don't fool around with it and go for it. Yes, totally. And you have a new book coming out now this month in September. No, it's tomorrow. It's going to be the, the opening, the lunch time, the lunch day. Wow, tomorrow. That's so amazing. Is I this... also go for a bestseller too, the same thing you did. <laughs> Is this your first book? It's my first book, yes. It's like having a kid and a baby. It is, it is. <laughs> so, 
the title of your book is The House That She's Built. Yes. So, Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Could you share, Miguel, with our listeners a little bit about this book? Everything happens and I end up having a release and fix my problems with the FDA. I decided to come back to Mexico. I get my divorce. I get all those kind of problems on it and result. And I was in a very depressed motion too. And the only thing I need to do is my house. I really don't know what, what else to do. And I didn't have nothing else to do is why I put all my creativity in, and to save me. That is why I put that name on it. And I picked my own wood. I spent uh, nine months or 12 months in the jungle and all that. <laughs> and you tell your story? Let's see, is it a memoir or is... It is a memoir. It's a memoir. It's a memoir of how I really learned the opportunities of life. And did you always want to be a writer, Miguel? No, not really. That's, I mean, I know the people that I was telling in, in my story, the way I was trying to put it in my head, and I decided to hire Holly. She is a writer. That way she can put my words in an organized way that the people is interested in more and see it. Mm. Because it's, it's a little difficult, all of it. <laughs> and it's better somebody that is a professional writer that can express better my ideas. I am I'm a cheesemaker. <laughs> Actually, I would like to ask you about cheese. So in a friendly cheese tasting competition, which cheese would you pick? My favorite cheese is queso feta. Mine too. <laughs> El queso feta is the one I like the most of it. But today I'm working with a university in Wisconsin and we want to create a new recipe, a new different type of cheese. For why? Is because when you are the Spanish cheese, when you are in a, in a productions more tradition, more ethnic, it's an ethnic that the product really tastes different than the really when you industrial, if you put in all in a big factories, the whole flavor change. Completely. That is it, it, the whole thing. They just turn in most of it because I did it and I know. I try to go and try to for, go for the most money as possible in the recipe. And sometimes you change it and you kind of like uh, change it and every uh, it goes and forget the traditional taste of it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a little bit difficult to make it in that massive production. And now what we want to do in University of Wisconsin is try to standardize the Mexican cheese with a new formula. It really is a mixed breeding, like feta and fresh cheese. 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little bit different taste with, I don't know if you're familiar with requesón, this yeah. cottage cheese. Yes. That one is kind of like a, the whole milky flavor, uh, the strongest, liney, strongest taste. That is what we want to shoot for to make it up in this new formula. And I hope so that one come will be my best cheese. <laughs> And Miguel, I, I told you I love cheese from feta to parmigiano. That is the Italian one. And I I want to ask you, cotija cheese is often compared to feta because they share similar characteristics like salty flavor and white color. Could you explain what sets them apart? What is the difference between feta and cotija? Yes, the difference in the flavor, it have is a little bit similar in the flavor, but the moistures are totally different at it. I mean, the feta cheese have a lot of soft, is softer, and and the cotija cheese is like Parmesan cheese, the hard like a Parmesan cheese, but with the taste close to the taste of feta, and it's been aged for. 60 to 90 days, the, the cotija cheese, and feta is just right away. And he's put it in a, feta is salted in brine water, with more, the water with salt. Okay. And feta, the cotija is not, it's hard cheese. That is different. But they both taste good. Do you eat cheese every day? I do. <laughs> I really do before. The doctors say if I cannot do it anymore. <laughs> the age doesn't go away. <laughs> Pretty soon I want to be intolerant of lactose and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. I know. But I think it's so difficult to resist to a good cheese. Oh, I believe it. I, I like to eat most of it, everything with cheese. And more with feta. My eggs, I love my eggs with feta. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice. Going back to your book, you mentioned your passion for sustainable organic farming in Mexico. So can you share more about your farm and its role in supporting I believe you are supporting local communities. That one is the house. The principal was the have the, the house, and the house is included with the farm. And I am so picky, you can say that. And I want I want really everything organic, and I want to plant it myself, you know. And I want to take it and see it, it grows and what kind of fertilizer they use all organic and my animals that I have, I have lambs and I have some dogs and some chickens and everything. And that way I have my eggs without uh, any, they put some, I mean, hormones, the, the eggs, they totally different now. One is making my farm, you know, and really even the vegetables taste different. I don't know if it's my imagination or what, but it does taste different. And it's diet. Not. It's not, Miguel. I'm buying only bio eggs and the yeah. yolk 
has a strong yellow color. It's different. I it's not your imagination. It's true. And I think so. Without hormones and without nothing like that, you have a better life and a, a longer, longevity life, healthy yeah. life, yeah. and everything on it. I mean, I was seeing a show, a program too. The people that live a hundred years, and is is just for the the habits of what they eat, what they eat, and how happy they are, yeah. and that doesn't cost anything. Everything is free. The only thing is the education that we need to have, even to be a producer. You know, everything starts to change. Is why. I mean, the chickens, they try the, the racing without feathers and um, all that kind of crazy stuff so far that doesn't take us anywhere. And that is how, because I don't know all the new sophisticated stuff and I get people in Mexico and my, to help me to plant it in my farm. I get with the University of Mexico and the my, the my state, Guanajuato, to help me out to see to teach me and I teach them. They want to do practice in my farm. They, they help us each other, you know, and I promote those people. I, I help them out. And that is all one win situation for everybody. It's really inspiring to hear about your support for people in Mexico. And Miguel, if you could speak to your younger self, what advice would you give yeah i mean concentrate and your and and pick your ideas and really everybody have can make it in this in this in this world you know you just have to decide it with your heart and you have to be well convinced that you don't you don't want to waste your time in a lot of things that you don't have to sometimes you have to define the your problems are your problems. Don't take problems of somebody else, you know? And that is difficult to a teenager to start learning. And those, those moments, they are very important in your life. I can tell that to my kids that are not married yet. I can tell them they choose three things in your life very careful. First, what you want to do in life, what you choose to do in life. One thing is that doesn't change you because you have to do what you are, you want to do with your heart because you start changing jobs like crazy. You start wasting your ideas and doesn't go away. I mean, you live fine, but doesn't go anywhere. And another one, who do you want to choose to marry with? The person that you want to choose to marry with takes a lot to you. What, how you give to her, how... You choose to live with her and how they support, you know? And the third one is how many kids you want to have. Those three things change your life forever. And you don't choose it, right? Uh, boy, when you, you can go and waste it all. Life is not a joke because pretty soon you think so that you're having fun, but you don't make your commitments. Pretty soon you want to look in the mirror and you want to say, shit, I didn't achieve anything in my life. And that is what I try to avoid. It. Thank you for sharing with us. Mikael, how did you manage to overcome adversity and keep moving forward? When I touched bottom after uh, I, I divorced, 
that was that marked my my life I mean, completely. I mean, to stand up and 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 pass all this, I gotta I gotta take a, a breath because I didn't want to make any decisions at that time. I was so vulnerable, you can say that, yeah. and so alone to the field in that moment. The my right arm, I used it was my ex-wife in that moment, and it and she was gone, and that made me change the whole concept of life for me in that time. And I realized that one, that was a pretty hard for me to do it. But now that I understand what, what I'm made of by myself, and that proves me the next ideas that I have to do, I don't have to do it for somebody else, and I have to do it for me. And that one is the key, they don't, don't feel bad about it. You know, you, they always, you have the best of you. You know, when you have, you feel like a critical situation because I, I really tried a suicide. I did try to kill myself in that time. And that is why I touched bottom on it and make me think how much it worked myself on it. I'm glad that you overcame this situation, Miguel. And now you are inspiring other people. That's That's fantastic. And I'm curious to know where can we connect with you online? And of course, find your book. The book is the house of the cheese build.com. That's my page on it. And the Instagram is the cheese guy success. You can follow me there. Yes, I'm following you already. Yeah. <laughs> we had the privilege of featuring Miguel in the September issue of the Relatable Voice magazine. So you can access his feature, his article for free at www.relatable-media.com. And you can also find Miguel's contacts. You can see his book cover, which is beautiful. I love your book cover, Miguel. And Miguel, thank you so much for your time for sharing your wise words with us. And I would like to tell you that we would love, love to have you back in the RV, even if we have to drive to Mexico, okay? You got it. You tell me when and I'll be there. <laughs> and please prepare some cheese. I really want some good cheese, a new recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So thank you again. Thank you very much for everything, Annette, for helping me out and everything. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember... Relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.